0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fellas Podcast, talking all things sports with all different kinds of athletes. With that being said, I'm your host, Silas Brindle. On today's episode, we chatted with Parker and Reese, two fellow Anderson Trojan golf players who just came off their first tournament win of the year. Let's get to it. What's up everyone? I'm your host, Silas Brindle. This is the Fellows Podcast, where there's a couple guys in college who love all things sports. Today with me to my left, I'm Mr. Jacob Calvert. Hey. And then across from me, two pro golfers at Anderson University, Mr. Reese Coleman. Yes, sir. And Mr. Park McDonald. Happy to be here. So, today guys, I got a few questions for y'all. To start off, where are y'all from?
1: I'm actually from the upstate South Carolina. I tell people Greenville, because that's easier, but from Greer, South Carolina.
2: I am not so lucky. Uh, I'm emerging from a, a city called Port Elizabeth. Uh, it's all the way in South Africa, so across the pond, basically.
0: Well, what motivated you to become a golfer?
1: That's easy for me. My father definitely pushed me to become a golfer. He was in the golf business his whole life, and then he was a professional golfer, then a golf professional, and now works for a golf company. My older brother is a golf professional and is a college golfer now, and my younger brother's also a college golfer, so... It runs in the family. Would you say you're a prodigy? Um, I mean, people have called me that before. I don't like <laughs> to use that title for myself, but say what you want.
0: Are you somebody, did you become a golfer?
2: Um, so for me, I never really had anyone um that played golf in my family. Uh my dad, he used to play golf, you know, but he was very social. It wasn't anything competitive. You know, he was part of a like a society type thing. And um, you know, he, he gave me a club one day and was like, Hey, why don't you try it? So, you know, I, I played it for a while. I actually gave it up for two or three years, and then I picked it up back up again when I was about 13, 14. So I started playing then, and, you know, it's just it's such a cool sport, and, you know, I wanted to do
0: it for the rest of my life. Is golf different, like coming not from America?
2: Um, I wouldn't say so, no. Uh, The biggest difference I found was that, don't get me wrong, there's good competition in South Africa. There's good competition here in the States. There's just more good competition here in the States versus South Africa. I mean, obviously, you know, there's 330 million people in the United States versus 50 million in South Africa, so you can kind of make that comparison. But, yeah, um, I would say that the competition is the same. There's just more competition here.
0: I was actually reading your bio, I think, and it said you also played cricket.
2: I did, yeah. I played that for a long time. So in high school, I played that uh our high schools kind of run differently. We have 8th grade through 12th grade is our high school. So we have five years of five years of high school. Um, I played that 8th grade through 10th grade. And then I decided to give it up and
0: just focus
1: on golf, basically.
0: I still don't understand it. Like, watching it. Have you seen, like, the highlights? Like, John Boy does? What Yes. Yeah, John so Boy
1: that. and Billy is a podcast in the morning on to radio. What?
3: You, I wasn't what? really listening. Were you talking about cricket? Yeah. Have you seen John Yeah, I've seen. Have you seen the, like, they snag it bare hand?
0: So, like. You play in a circle, right?
3: Yeah,
2: so it, it's kind of difficult to explain, but basically, like, there's limited number of overs, and overs is basically, like, six pitches. Um, Like, you can play 50 overs, which would be, you know, 50 times 6, which is 300, obviously. So 300 pitches, and then you get to score as many runs as you can you in 300 that. 300 pitches a game?
1: What is it? Don't, isn't the goal to get,
2: like, a six?
3: Yeah. Isn't so that like a like... home run? So, like, a home run
2: is basically six runs instead of one. Like, if you hit a single uh, home run, you know, it counts as one run. Yeah. If you, that single person hit one out, it counts as six just by yourself. So, there doesn't have to be any other runners on bases, basically, to score six runs if you hit it out. And then, like, that's without a bounce. If it bounces first, it's four runs. Um, if you hit it to the fielder, you know, if you how many ever times you can run between the pitch is how many runs you score. So, if you run one time, it's one run. If you run there and back, it's two, three, et cetera. Oh.
3: Yeah, it's decision it. I think I'd have to see
2: it.
0: No, like the highlights yeah. that I see it from Jumbo Media, it's like crazy. The at- like, like they go the wild. The level
3: of athleticism.
0: I don't like because you can required or like they pitch it and then you can hit it like you can like hit it any way you want, right? Yeah,
2: you can hit it anywhere in the park. It doesn't have to stay, you know, between the two foul basically the foul lines. Um, it can go anywhere, and you can play it behind you, you know. But there's obviously eleven players on the field, and you have to position them in positions where you think that play- that batsman oh. is gonna
3: like hit it, basically yeah what about like the crowd you you can't i mean you obviously don't hit it in the crowd, or do you
2: hit it in the crowd, yeah yeah, I mean, that,
3: if you hit the six, which is outside it goes in the so crowd you, you're in the middle, you hit from the middle,
2: yeah, yeah basically, oh. yeah, 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 so the it's the weird. pitch is right in the middle and then there's a big circle around it, kinda or kind of like an oval, and then you hit it different parts of the the park, basically,
0: I think it's interesting, but I have no idea what it's about, or like yeah, how it works, well, also reading your Bio. There's a lot. Freshman of the year. Yeah. uh, School record with his first round of the spring kickoff intercollegiate in mid-February.
2: Yeah, I think that was in St. Augustine.
0: Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah. And then going to Parker. Born on October 3rd, 2000, son of Darren and Tracy McDonald.
3: (laughs) Parker, tell us about your ineligibility.
1: Please, I'm begging. It's really quite a long story, but... Sum up. up. I committed to play golf for a different school and felt like I was supposed to go to Anderson, so I decommitted, withdrew. I did this all, like, two weeks before I was going to move in. Wait, drew who? Withdrew. Oh, drew. Withdrew. Withdrew, Like, like withdrawn.
0: Like, y'all did the exact same thing at the same time.
3: He withdrew from school. Oh! I thought
0: you said you were doing this with, like, a person named Drew. No.
1: (laughs) No, yeah, I withdrew from school. (laughs) (laughs) Not from... (laughs) I withdrew from the school that I originally committed to, um, decided to come to Anderson, changed all my paperwork. When I got to Anderson, they were like, okay, you want to be on the golf team? I was like, yes. And then they I, asked you? Yes, they did. So they kind of recruited me. Huh. But then I asked to be um, let go out of my national letter of intent from the other school, and they, the golf coach from the other school denied it, and I was ineligible to compete my freshman year here. So I was on the golf team got to practice and work out and do all that stuff just couldn't travel to tournaments. That's
3: okay.
0: So you right. were like you were like a player on the team but you weren't?
1: Yeah, I just couldn't go and play in tournaments. I could qualify, I could practice, I could do everything except travel.
0: So you you could go out play, qualify and then you wouldn't be able to go? Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't Which allowed
1: is, to compete basically against.
0: That makes no sense though, cuz like if you're well, why just, would you, why would you be able to qualify if you can't play?
1: I mean that was basically qualify just just like yeah like within the team,
3: not qualify like against others. It's just like a qualify. Like it's just made up. Thing. Yeah,
2: so basically like they they take five of us to a tournament, and in order to pick those five players, oh, play? y- you have to play against each other to see who the top five are.
0: Tough. Yeah, so he
2: was allowed to do that. He just wasn't allowed to actually travel to the tournaments. Does that
0: get competitive like
1: between you qualifying? Yeah, it's super competitive.
0: Like y'all get like in y'all's mode.
1: Yeah, it's definitely tough, especially. I, my sophomore year, we lived with, like, it was all the golf team. Yeah. And if scores were close to each other, like, things were tense in the dorm, I think we did a good job of, like, balancing, like, friendships with competitiveness, though. So, so like, with that, like, what y'all's work, resume? If I said that word right. Regime. Regime. Um, Regime? Yeah. So. What did I say, resume? Yeah, I made a joke earlier about it being resume. That's why I said it. that.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, basically, like, uh, I know it's hard to believe, but we actually have workouts in the mornings. Um you know, we, we work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 6.30 in the morning. Um, then after that, it's you know, we either have class at 8 a.m. through basically 1.30. So we kind of have to make our class schedule around morning times so that we are able to go out and practice in the afternoon. Um, so during the fall semester, we have we only allow two days off. Um, so that's either a Sunday or one day during the week. The coaches can basically pick that. Um, but we have to be available almost every afternoon from 2 until i would say 5:30 yeah that's that's probably about it mm-hmm. and then you know we after that we have time for homework time for all that other
1: stuff
0: you say it's like taxing on you or like do you do you enjoy it
1: it's enjoyable definitely but it's definitely a full-time job and that's why there's scholarships and stuff like that because it's a it's a 40-hour work week but it's something that we love so it's not really seen as work necessarily
2: yeah i definitely agree with that
1: so
0: what is – what would you say the main difference is between living as an as a student-athlete compared to other students?
2: I think for me it's basically just, like, making sure that your class schedule is right. Um, I know that's a little, like, vague, but, you know, we have a certain, regim- like, regimen that we said that we had to do. And it's basically just making sure that our afternoons are free to go play and practice and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, we have to be kind of – our time management has to be really good just with homework, uh, Workouts, practice classes, and all that kind of stuff. It takes a lot of planning. Um, I
1: would definitely say. Yeah, I definitely say time management is a big thing. But like, so like most college students would like do their homework from like three to five, but we're at the course, So when we get back to our house, we have to then do homework or eat and study and go to bed. And that's when everyone else wants to hang out. So it's kind of like very tiring.
0: Y'all play co- uh Cobb's right. Yeah. Y'all like it, Tom?
1: I like Cobb's. I think it's a good test.
2: Definitely. Um, it's a lot different to any of the courses that we have out here. It's definitely the, the longest and the
1: most challenging
2: in the area. So, yeah, I definitely like it. Have y'all been to
0: all of them around the area?
1: Most of them. Probably Brookstone. I've been to basketball.
0: Yeah. As an athlete, what made you choose Anderson?
1: Um, I think, honestly, like I didn't choose Anderson because I wanted to play golf in college. Because if I wanted to, I would have just gone to the original school that I committed to. But I really felt like... I was called to be at Anderson. Um I loved I chose it because it was a good school, had good student life and like I loved the campus and kind of liked the size of the school too, but I really did feel like God was calling me here for something bigger than golf, so. So, as
2: an athlete for me, I have a funny story. I didn't I didn't come visit. Um I didn't really know what the school was about. Um obviously like I read online and stuff that you know it was a Christian university and um, back home, I went to an Anglican church, so I didn't really know what uh, being like a Baptist denomination was. Um, but, you know, I came here for golf and they they kind of really made it known that they wanted me to play. So that was kind of one of my main reasons why I came here. But then, you know, walking, coming on here and, you know, being a freshman, I kind of learned what Anderson was about and kind of fell in love with it.
0: Who's your favorite sports hero or who's somebody you look up to in the golf field?
2: In the golf field, for me, it's Rory McIlroy. I love him. He's just a great all-around professional, and I think that's, that's the most important thing. Like, yeah, he's a good athlete, and, you know, he's a well spoken guy.
1: I'd say Webb Simpson because I think the most important thing is being a Christian guy, and he's a really solid dude and actually hosts a bunch of a Christian college golf fellowship stuff. So,
0: Funny story. I went to the 2011 PGA Tour at Kiowa, and guess who won?
3: Guess. Was it Webb Simpson? No. It was Rory?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Tough. I didn't think Webb yeah. Simpson won that. PJ Championship? Yeah. I wasn't, or I was at the tournament, but I was like 12. I went there too. I was there. We probably like walked by each other and didn't even notice it. The anything. thing was, I wasn't in, like into golf at that time. or Also, I was a kid too, and I didn't really like it. Yeah, it was sitting. hot. and It's it very hot. It's not a fun walk. But like half the people left on the last day. It takes a different kind of person to like watching golf. But now that I like it though. Huh, you are you're a different kind of person. Also, Danny Neal fixed my swing. Danny Neal's a really.
3: good He teaches my um golf class.
1: Yep. Danny Neal might be one of the best guys he, on Anderson. He campus. taught me everything yeah. I know.
3: Such a good golf coach. Yeah. Y'all, y'all have such a good person. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Do y'all practice with the girls? I thought about that. Oh, so your coaching staff is great mm-hmm. as
1: a whole. I'd say probably half the time we're doing the same exact stuff as the girls, but not, like, with them.
0: So, with like, you school. never, like, play against them?
1: No. No,
0: yeah, we don't really.
2: I mean, we have practice and stuff and like if you know Cobbs Glen, there's a putting green and there's a driving range and we'll get there at the same time and we'll go hit balls and stuff or we'll go play while the girls are on the putting green and they'll putt, they'll do their own thing. They're on their own team, we're our own team. I mean, yeah, we like you know, we we're not Share like exclude, we're not like like mutually exclusive, but you know, we yeah, we do practice with them, but not against them. So what does practice look like?
1: So normally we get there and like we said depending on who the coaches pick, like some people will be doing drills on the putting green and some people will be hitting golf balls. So the drills on the putting green, they have lag putts up the hill, lag putts down the hill, a couple different um, like three-foot drills, um, chipping drills and stuff like that. And then when we go to the range, we can normally normally do wedge shots and practice punch-out shots and stuff like that. But then for the last 30 minutes, we get to kind of work on whatever we feel like we need to work on. And then we'll normally go play nine holes.
2: Like on the range, we might play like a game against each other. There's a couple of different games you play. Like, um, let's say there's a target out there in the field, and you know we get one point if we miss it left, but if you miss it right, we subtract a point out of your score. So, um, you know we've played games like that before. It doesn't happen often, but you know it's kind of when you know practice is dying down, you just kind of like regenerate the the energy again. We'll we'll kind of play some games like that. How do you all, how do you think the team environment is with everybody?
1: We have a really solid team. Good group of guys. We will are pretty close friends. So,
2: what are you? What are you like feeling before a match? I'm kind of excited to travel all the time. Um, I don't really get nervous. Um, I definitely did used to get nervous, like my freshman year, because I was like, "Wow, what is this gonna like? What is this gonna be like? I have no idea what to expect." But like as you get older, you kind of know what to expect, and you kind of get more excited about it. Um, Danny Neal, he likes to say the saying is like, um, "We go to tournaments to basically show people what we've practiced." And I really like that about him. It's not like he says that there's no reason to be nervous. You know, you you guys have practiced for this, like, you know, leading up to it, and you guys have done the preparation, so why don't you just go show them what you've done?
1: Yeah, it's like preparation breeds confidence for sure, and I don't get nervous to, like, go and play in a tournament. I am excited too, but, like, I do get nervous when I'm over the ball on the first tee. It's a very nervous shot, but normally throughout the round, after that, I'm completely fine until I'm playing well or something and it comes up to the last hole or something like that. At tournaments, are there spectators or is it just you all? There's more often spectators than not. So, yeah, people come out and watch.
2: It's normally just, like, family members of players. Um, but, you know, you do get people that will come out and watch. They know about a tournament, and they'll come and watch. Um, sometimes, like, families that live on the course that we play in, they'll come out and watch, which is pretty cool. Or they'll sit and lock their back porch and watch us, which is kind of sweet. But it's mostly
1: just, like, family members. Yeah.
3: so are you, like, more nervous, more about just, like, not wanting to let the team down and, and your score more than people watching? Yes.
1: I uh, play better with people watching. Okay. I think I just – Perform under pressure personally. So you like that? didn't well,
3: I don't say I'm like that, but I just like the attention probably. But <laughs> is it hard to convince yourself that you're just playing golf like you do every yes. day? When <laughs> yeah. you're in a when you're in a tournament?
1: Yeah, it's definitely tough. Like you know you're in a tournament. There's definitely more pressure.
3: I've always thought about that about like every shot. y'all y'all aren't playing in front of like thousands of people. Like I always thought about like college basketball. Like how do they control themselves on three point jumpers when like I 40, have played, forty thousand people I've played in front watching, of watching, f- but like almost a thousand
1: people before in a tournament, and it's definitely probably more pressure than if just my family are watching. But it's kind of one of those things you just like try and focus, and then hit the shot. It's gonna right. go somewhere.
0: Do you ever hit shanks? Like, have that's you ever what i was about
1: a- to say. Hopefully, it does go somewhere. Hopefully, <laughs> with it or shank it. Have you ever hit a shank in like mid tournament? A- absolutely, yes. Like, yeah. I had one the other. Like everybody day. has. No, I'm yeah. No, it's more common than you think. It is shanks yeah. are whiffs are not whiffs never happen
3: in college golf. But also you're, like, like up against a root, there's a difference between like what you think is a shank for your game and what they think is a shank for their game.
1: Oh, a shank is in the woods for to me to some degree. Like oh no, a shank by not definition like yeah. is a golf ball off the hosel, but like sometimes it's way more off the hosel right. than others. Like it literally goes ninety degrees right,
2: like not just like something that goes you know like ten yards right of the green, twenty yards right of the green. This thing goes like. If you setting up square, it goes ninety degrees right, and that's like that's a shank. I mean, there definitely is. If you can search on YouTube and stuff. There's definitely like famous shanks out there. Um, it doesn't happen as often, but there definitely is them.
0: Actually, I did see one. Did you see that TikTok? I don't know who it was, but he hit like a great drive. On <laughs>
2: it, was,
3: it was uh, it was Mito golfer. Pereira.
0: <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I didn't know who it was. In, I in just, the Masters, I just kind of watched it, and he hit a great drive, and then he sh- like. I don't know on the 18th hole. He, he topped it the second shot. Oh. Uh.
3: Shanks. I'm thinking of the one that he hit in the water. Mm-hmm. We're out cheering for him. Who hey, always? up Pereira in the yeah in the Masters.
1: He he came up from nothing. I mean he he was on the Corn Ferry Tour and then the PGA Tour. I definitely was cheering for him to win.
0: Did y'all know Carson Young at all?
1: Um, I've met him and I've played in tournaments against him, not in the same group, but I wouldn't say we know each other.
0: Uh,
2: no, I don't know him. He w- he was at Cobb's Glen one time while we were practicing and we saw him there. We didn't go up. I didn't go up and say hey or anything, but but yeah. It's a pretty cool story about him also graduating from Corn Ferry Tour to PJ tour. It's, it's something special. Like you said, he was he was ready to give
1: up golf like at one point in his life and just kept his head down and well, his fiance is actually an Anderson golf alumni. His yeah. fiance are is, are yeah, they married? I
0: think they're they might be married. They might be married. Married. Yeah. Does she played yeah, golf no, in Anderson. They're married. They're not ma- they they're married.
3: Are married. They are. Yeah. I saw that the other day.
0: She's a photographer and my sister's a photographer and they're like photographer buddies. <laughs> Also, I'm friends with her brother, James. He played basketball. At James Morgan? No, James LeVorn. Hmm. She's. Did she change her last name? She is married. Because her, her IG name is Riley Morgan Young.
1: Yeah. Yep. It mm-hmm.
0: is. What is your favorite song to listen to
1: prior to competing to get you hyped up? I have a thing that I do every time. It's put on by Jeezy, the clean version, though. I've listened Gotta to it be. since high school. I, I, I had a CD, the top twenty-five or the now twenty-five or something like that. I Wait, how how old were you when you when you first did it? Um, probably fifteen years old. And you've done it, or
0: like when do you when do you play it? Like when you're walking up to the hole, or like
1: on the ride to the course.
0: Yeah. So is it? I've always thought about this for pro golfers, because like watching clips and people like are yelling at them, but this is also pro golfers. But like when people, I mean like kids shouting at you for autographs. But is there a special like? Do you get, like, locked in, locked in, or are you kind of, like, loosened?
1: Yeah, so if you're playing well, there's a thing that, like, you're in the zone, and, like, you don't notice anything going on around you other than you playing golf. And so there's, like, a famous thing, like, if someone's playing really well, they'll say nobody pinch them or anything like that because they'll come out of the zone. But mm-hmm. most of the time you can kind of.
3: How often do you get dialed in? Um,
1: Not nearly as often as professional golfers, and not as much as I should. But I do, for most tournaments, I get locked in pretty well.
3: Is it like a mental thing or is it just like – It's a I mental just, thing. I just hit two so birdies golf, in a row, I'm it's
1: Really, in. in golf you can't stay focused for all 18 holes. It's too mentally exhausting. So each shot you kind of have to lock in for the shot. And then right after you hit it, you can kind of get unfocused until you get to the next shot and then you need to refocus. Yeah. I definitely say like for the tournaments that we play
2: in, uh, like we stay – 15 to 20 minutes away from the golf course like almost every tournament and that's like my kind of like time to like zone in like you'll put on my headphones and i'll be in the bus and like no one really talks to each other because everyone's doing it and that's kind of like what it's what it's like for me and you know, that's definitely like that's how i get in my zone basically
0: so um this last weekend y'all had a tournament what was the, what the Was the, name?
1: the
3: ung mizuno intercollegiate
1: yes that's tough yeah that's that's a, it's a pretty big tournament it uh, was Chattahoochee cool.
3: Golf Club in Gainesville, Georgia.
1: Also, aren't y'all having y'all's own or like? Yeah, we have a home tournament this year. Really? At Currie Club, it's in it's a nice golf course. It's in Curry. Georgia, Hartwell, isn't it? Hartwell, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Georgia. it's only about
3: like an hour away.
1: It's pretty tough. If there's spectators out there, it's a it's a pretty hilly course.
3: Yeah. Are we live streaming yeah.
1: it? <laughs> Am I? Or like, what do you mean? Are we? Like AU Trojans?
3: No, the fellows podcast.
0: Live stream? <laughs> how do we? How would we do that? Just like follow w- along. Oh, go out there with them. Yeah, I might actually be down there taking pictures of y'all. Probably. Take a picture. Yeah. Also, with like golf photography, are there p- like because with the shutter sound?
1: Oh yeah, that's y'all hear a, that? That's a big deal on the PGA tour. Like, some professional golfers will take their club back and like people you know, the whose shutter clicks and they'll stop their swing and like get upset with the photographer.
3: Yeah, so they're really s- like
1: they're, they're supposed to stop and w- they can only take pictures as soon as they make contact with the ball.
2: Yeah, that's what I was about to say. There's like a rule, and like camer- cameramen can get thrown out if they like break that rule a couple times. Good so to like, know. as soon as you hit the ball, is the only time that you're allowed to like take pictures. It's crazy. Like, do you hear it when you play? Uh, only when they're like close. If they get those close-up shots, then you can hear it. Um, but like if they're far away,
1: then you then they can take pictures of you know whenever they want. Basically, we normally have a guy at each tournament taking pictures too. Like he'd yeah. be in the trees.
0: What you What y'all shoot this weekend?
1: Uh, as
2: a team, uh, we set actually set a fifty-four hole record. Uh, we were eighteen under, which has never been done before. Um, it's probably the biggest win that the men's golf team has ever actually come up with.
0: I was looking, so it was like y'all were eighteen under. Was it West
3: Florida? West, West, Florida, West
0: Florida was Florida's sixteen under, and then it was like a
1: huge yeah. It was. Map. It was. A, mm-hmm. It seemed like 10. a two-team
3: race. Kind of w- from the beginning.
1: Yeah, it I think it was lost. 13 shots to the next one before the last day started. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think North, North Georgia came back, and they were like eight under. Yeah. Yeah, they had a great day. I mean, yeah, great we beat them by, by 10 shots in the end. Um, But, yeah, no, it's def- it was definitely like us in West Florida. And it came down to us in West Florida with, like, three holes to go. It was pretty intense. We were tied. And, right. like, I know Cal Ann and I, we had a par five coming up. We both made birdie, and that kind of, like, jolted us up, like, two shots. Um. I know I'm pretty sure Parker came in clutch with like a couple pars and stuff, but.
1: Yeah, I didn't look at the leaderboard all day until the last hole. I was standing over my last like full shot, and the kid in my group was like, oh, wow, we're tied, dude. <laughs> and I was like, oh, great. Now I have this hard shot I'm about to have to hit
3: knowing that we're tied. Let's talk about Alejandro for a second. Rookie, freshman, stud, first. Dro. First match, Daddy Dro. <laughs> <laughs> tell us, Tell us how he played.
1: He definitely was solid. I mean, definitely a better start than I had when I was a, fr- a freshman cuz I couldn't play, but <laughs> the first tournament <laughs> I had I did not do it as well as he did. He helped all three rounds, gave us some solid scores. Definitely could not have won the tournament without him. Yeah, no for
2: sure. Uh, uh I know he's he's also for those of you don't know, he's 17 years old. Um he's wow. not yeah, he's not he's not even like technically graduated high school.
1: We were doing here. the math. It's the way that he looks up to me and Reese is the same way that an 8th grader would look up to him. <laughs> It's the same age, yep. Yeah. That's kind
0: of... Well, I'm also younger a year. Or, wait. How old like, is, is 18. I'm 18. And I'm a sophomore. And I haven't even turned 19 yet. Yeah, that's...
2: Yeah, so crazy. that's, like, that's basically the same. Guy. But, he, like, he came into college, like, graduated high oh, He didn't go to high school. He went to, like, a golf academy thing. And he graduated early. And he's 17 right now.
1: Where's he from? Spain. Spain. Barcelona, Spain.
0: Yeah. Mm, that's tough. So, like, in those groups, groups... Um, with the other guys from different teams? Is it kind of like the competition, y'all,
1: you know, like, jeering at each other? Or like, do you feel like there's – It's normally just chit-chat throughout the day. But actually for the first time ever, I, like, became good friends with the guy I was playing with. Like, we we were in a cart together and got to know each other. And I have his phone number now and we're, like, friends. But, yeah, I'll probably never see Felipe ever again in my life. <laughs> but it, it definitely does get competitive. Like, there were times where, like, he would have a ruling and I'd be like wanna be over competitive and be like, No, you can't do that. Like you have to do this and like in my head I'd be like, Man, I kinda need him to like shank this for our team to win. But yeah, it, it was hard because he's like one of the nicest guys ever, but I'm sure he's thinking the same thing to me. That goes that goes through everyone's head,
2: I feel like. But I heard something too, and it was like you need to expect your playing partner to make everything and if they don't, it's a bonus. So like that's what I kinda that's how I go about it when we playing against other teams like yeah. that. You know? Ultimately,
1: it is still an individual sport. Like, you just have to focus on your score. Yeah. You can't control what the other guy does. Yeah. Unless I'm in their head rent-free. <laughs> no, I mean, there definitely are some things that, like, can get in your head. If Even if the guy isn't meaning to do it, they have, like, weird little quips. Like, they'll walk through your line or something on the putting yeah. green, or they'll go out of turn on the tee box. Like, that kind of stuff can kind of get in your head and make you spiral a bit. Is Has there ever
0: been some guys that will, like, you hit a shot and they'll say something after
1: Oh yeah. If you hit like an average or even bad shot, some guys will be like, nice shot and that gets under your skin like nobody. That upset. mainly happens in practice though. Oh yeah. Well we, we talk trash all the time at practice. Get yeah. prepared for tournaments. Is that is that get you better though? Probably. I don't know. It gets pretty competitive and it gets pretty nasty. Sometimes. Is, it, is it
0: good competition
1: though? Oh yeah. I mean Does it
0: does it I push you to become a better golfer?
1: Yes. Yes. Not in the moment it's more like you're just pissed off, but in the long run, it probably does make you a better competitor.
3: Yeah. So, y'all, I mean, historically, Anderson has not been the best golf program. But have I had – I definitely
2: agree with that, yeah.
3: I have had some good players and stuff like that. But now that y'all have won a tournament and, like – I mean, I was going through with Daniel, I think. He said it was like 12 of the top 25 teams were in the field. Yeah. And y'all beat all of them. And the, the defending national champion. We're 20-0 right now. Right. So, how does that – does that make you – I feel like I got over the hump a little bit? It's like actually funny.
1: Going down to the tournament this week, we were riding on the bus, and I was like, I tap Reese on the shoulder. I was like, look at the guys on this bus. Like, we don't look like a group of college golfers who are going to go and win this tournament. It's just going to shock the world when we win this tournament. Yeah. And I was dead serious. Was, we really don't look like a group of like country club kids who are going to go out and hit a bunch of good shots. We just kind of slap it together and end up winning. But like, yeah, That was crazy. Yeah. It was seven top ten teams in the country – and 12 top 25 teams total. And like and the defending national champions. Yeah. Who That's won last year? Lee University. They finished, I think, middle of the pack. they four over. We were the only team that expected us to perform how we performed. Like, we shocked everyone except ourselves.
2: Yeah. Like, that morning of the final round, uh, I was out there on the range like pretty early, and a lot of coaches came up to Danny and was like, "Hey, congrats on your, your two good rounds. Like that that's really good." And like no one's wow. ever, no one's ever said that before to Danny, at least while I've been there, which was which was pretty crazy.
3: Was that like a congrats on your two rounds? It's over, like. <laughs> yeah, if, I think so. Or I was it I like so actually it was. like a genuine congrats?
1: I'm sure there was both. I mean, yeah. no. Again, after the two rounds, I think some people thought that was outliers. Like that will never happen again, but. We kind of clutched up on the last day and held it together.
3: So, like, going into future tournaments, are y'all going to try to keep the mindset of we're still, like, the underdog, we're still the rat pack? Oh, yeah. Definitely the
2: underdog. For sure. And, I mean, yeah, like, we've also had a history in the past of, like, kind of puking on ourselves. Um, We've had, like, we've sometimes put together, like, one, two maybe good rounds, and, you know, we'll have a lead or we'll be, like, one shot off, and then the final round comes and we'll absolutely Mm -hmm. puke on ourselves. Um, But today, like – it was, it was. I mean, not today, but yesterday. It was kind of good knowing that you know we could actually hang like with those big teams and stuff. I told, I told myself, it's like we have nothing to lose. Like literally, no one believes in us. So like, who cares? You know, if we obviously we didn't want to throw it away or we didn't want to lose it, but like you know, we had nothing to lose, and that's what that's also what kind of the mindset I brought into it too. Last and I round. feel like
3: you kind of have to have that with every tournament because golf is a funny sport. Like you, anybody can play better than anybody because y'all are all kind of shoot the same. Yeah, it's the, the same thing that
1: I tell people like. Division one golf, division two golf, division three golf, NAIA golf, it's an individual sport and like anyone can beat anyone. Right. Yeah. Like Everybody there ha- were a couple D1 golfers in this tournament and we beat all of them. I mean, pretty I'm comfortably, sure, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure there's NAIA players who would smoke us sometimes and we would smoke them sometimes. It really is. It's a weird sport in that aspect.
3: Do y'all prefer playing as a team or individual? Because I know like as an individual, like for you, Reese, like you, you were in first place after. I think, were you in first place after the first day? Yeah, I was. I had a one-shot so like, yeah. You could have chosen to, like, keep attacking holes and playing risky and trying to, like, go super low, but for the team, like, you kind of had to Oh, yeah, no, solid. for sure. Like, like I said, like, with four holes to go,
2: I saw that we were tied, and I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I, I kind of need to step up here. Right. And thank thankfully, I made, like, a birdie on my third last hole, which kind of – yeah. Yeah, which we had – I think I beat my guy on that group from West Florida, yeah. and that kind of jumped us up a shot. But, yeah – um, no, I've, I've never really thought of it as individual sport, especially playing for Anderson. Right. It's always been about the team.
3: Do you usually like play more aggressive if you're playing in an individual tournament?
0: Um,
2: I've only really played in two and that was the summer. <laughs> um, so I couldn't really tell you, but I mean, it's just different. Like, you know, you have to kind of, you have to see the course and understand like where you can miss it. And you can't just be shooting at everything. It's, right. it's different. You got to play, you got to play to the course basically.
1: Yeah. It's a round by round thing. I mean, individually, yeah. if it's a one-day tournament, you're being aggressive because you have to go low to win it in a one-day tournament. But if it's a four-day tournament, you kind of pace yourself, and the last, the third day is the day that you want to be aggressive. Moving day. Yep, third day, moving day. Get your so the first day you want to put yourself in position to make the cut. Second day you want to make the cut. Third day you want to. It's called moving day. You want to put yourself in position to win the tournament, and the last day you want to win the tournament.
0: Final question to finish this off, Reese. I know you said uh your kind of motto for the season was just keep being another underdog because the only thing to do is – or nobody's expecting y'all to win. Yeah. So um, just what's your kind of mindset to keep on thriving this season?
1: I really do feel like the ceiling, the ultimate goal, is to win the national championship, and we proved that we can hang with the best teams in the country. So that's the ultimate goal, and knowing that we can kind of just put our heads down. Like what our strength coach told us was like, congrats on your win. Tomorrow it doesn't mean anything. Like don't even think about it. It's in the past gotta put your head down and get back to work
2: yeah um he's also one of their mottos this season like this year i guess is just that one percent better every day um if you get that one percent better you're doing a lot more than a lot and a lot of other teams basically
0: all right well i've had a good time today boys uh shout out jacob for co-hosting today appreciate reese and parker coming out thanks for having us for sure if you guys enjoyed this episode make sure to tune in for the next episode sometime soon until next time sincerely the fellas one last thought. Make sure to drop a like and follow us wherever you get your podcast at. It means a lot to have your support, whether it be Apple, Spotify, or wherever else. We can't wait for you to tune in next time on The Fellas.